You're very welcome to Treaty Talk, episode 139, with a special guest, Damien Quinn, today to join myself and Maddo Callahan. Before we get into things with Damien and go through a very busy weekend of Limerick GA action, we'll just have a quick preview of Damien's new book, um, The Tron Game, number two, with a quick preview here. <laughs> So, Damon, I suppose for people that don't really know you, just maybe a brief intro about yourself. You can see in the bottom corner here, the Sporting Limerick logos and things were done by you, but maybe more about yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm an illustrator and a designer, and I'm, uh, I'm based in Sydney, uh, but I'm originally from uh, Fedemore um, in uh, East Limerick there. And um, yeah, so I've been kind of working as an illustrator out in Australia um, for about the last 10 years. And uh, I, the last two years, I've I started putting this um, book together called The Drawn Game. It's basically, um, yeah, it's just about the GA, really, and um, interviews with, you know, um, like fairly well-known GA players from from back in the day and current day. But um, yeah, so that's that's basically it. And this is the, the second in the series. I suppose, how did the idea come about originally? Um, it's always kind of something I wanted to do because I always kind of thought there was there's nothing really like this um, for the GA in Ireland. So it's always something that's in the back of my mind and I kind of, you know, during the lockdown last year, I had a lot more time to kind of think about things. And I just said one day, I said, right, I'm going to give this a go and see what happens. And then I thought it'd be even nicer if I tried to raise funds for a charity um, at the same time. So, you know, a lot of people could get, get access to the book and something for people to get behind. So that's what I've tried to do this year. Every year, I'm going to try and you know um, donate to a different charity with the with the book. And I suppose the two charities this time is Pieta House and Samaritans. I suppose mm. during the lockdown, it's probably very important for those charities that deal with mental health. Yeah, that was that was the thinking behind it. Really, you know, I was trying to think of you know, I mean, all charities are worthwhile, but um, I suppose the way things are going and people's mental health is kind of um, it's more of a talking point these days, I suppose, and people are a lot more people are affected. So. And, you know, I've known people, you know, in my life who have been affected by it as well. So I just thought it was, a, they're, they're really great charities, do brilliant work. And I thought I'd try and try and raise um, a few quid for them, really. Yeah, and then hopefully that, that'd be the case. But I suppose in yeah. the book itself, was there any, like, standout interviews that you were able to manage to get trends on? There was, I suppose, from a Limerick perspective. Um, obviously, John Coyley's on the front of the book. And, uh, and I, I got an interview with uh, Willow Donahue which was brilliant. Uh, he was great with his time and he was very honest as well with like some of the stories he was telling and just basically went into his career and, or, you know, where it started, his, his passion for hurling. And uh, there was an interview in there with uh, TJ Ryan as well, who actually kind of helped me with the book. He was one, him, himself there at Q Printing. They, they, they've supported the book, so they've been brilliant. And he picked, uh, he picked a dream, Limerick 15 from, from uh, the last, I'd say, from his playing days. And He's got a brilliant full forward line in it. It's, it's definitely worth reading. Um, but uh, yeah, and then there was uh, interviews with like, you know, uh, John Milan. That was brilliant. Like just chatting to him for an hour. And geez, some of the stories he was telling, he's just a, he's just a gas man. But um, yeah, they're, they're some of the highlights, really. There's, there's loads of interviews in it. And you might tell uh, people that are watching now and that will see later in time, where can we get this book? So you can get it from uh, the website. It's called uh, thedrawinggame.com. 
um, and you just click on there. You can download a physical copy and they'll all be going out in the post next week. Um, and you can also download a digital PDF as well for um, five euros. So, yeah. And obviously in the second of the series, the first book, is that available for anyone? Yeah, I, I've had a few inquiries about the first book, so I will be putting that. Uh, there are only a couple of copies left of that, but I'll be putting that up there as well if, if people want the full set and start a bit of a collection for themselves. Yeah, no, that's something definitely that we'll have. We'll have links to this on our website and underneath yeah. this um, to Drawn Game. It's for a brilliant cause. And before you go, Damien, just maybe worried about the Limerick Herders this year. It hasn't really been a vintage year for John Kiley's side, but can you see him coming right towards, towards the championship time now? Yeah, it's a funny one. Like I've I've watched I've watched most of the game as well. I'm the first two, and um, it's quite it's a weird one. It feels like they're missing out on the uh, you know like not the water for crystal, but the the first competition. It's like they haven't as much time to try out guys, and I think I feel like it's a, a bit of an experimental stage for them. He's trying out guys, and um, I suppose the the new rules aren't helping Limerick either. I suppose by by the looks of things, but that's uh, I'd say that's another something you'll probably get into, but. Um, I've I've every faith that they'll they'll bounce back for the championship in a couple of weeks. They've a there's a serious team and they have a great backroom there, and they 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 know what they're doing. And I suppose in in Australia, what's it been like that? Obviously, you couldn't go to games from Australia, but yeah. you're kind of in the same scenario as even people that are outside the doors of Gaelic grounds that they they can't go. Is there kind of some solace there? <laughs> there is, I suppose, a bit. Yeah, yeah. No, like we have to get up at about two or three in the morning to watch the games, so it's. Um, You'd be fairly bleary, bleary eye going to work on a Monday morning after watching a hurling match, but uh, if the result if the result goes well, which it has for the last few years, it's made it a lot easier. Yeah, and not ju- not just the hurlers. Obviously, the the footballers going well this year. Uh, the camogie and the ladies footballers going as well. Yeah. So it's a great time to be a Limerick fan wherever you are in the world. Definitely is. Yeah, I actually have a good friend, and he's uh, he's one of the and the management team there uh, at the camogie team. Uh, Shane Fitz. He's helping out Pat Ryan there. Um, but yeah, no, I follow, it's great. I just I keep keep an eye out on all the results, and it's definitely a good time to be a Limerick supporter. Yeah, definitely. And and for all Limerick supporters and all GA supporters, the drawing game number two is available at thedrawinggame.com or .ie. Damon? .com. 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 Um, yeah. As I said, we'll have we'll have links to this, and and many thanks for coming on to talk to us, Damien. I know the times are different, so many thanks, and we'll talk to you soon. No bother, guys. Thanks very much. Cheers, Damien. No man. Uh, interesting conversation there with Damien, who's doing some brilliant work. Um, for anyone that hasn't hasn't seen Damien's work, you can head onto his Twitter page at Damien Draws. Um, some brilliant work, like I said there, with um, the Sport and Limerick logos and etc. But I suppose we were talking about hurling there, Matt. So we'll get right into the hurling. Um, I, suppose, I suppose before you 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 talk about hurling, we wish Damien the best of luck with his venture. Absolutely, it's 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 as innovative, Jack, as was as it as it's creative. And even though he's many million, thousands of miles away from home, um, he hasn't he hasn't lost the Irish instinct of cons- consideration for others, and that he's doing it all for charity, and two very 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 worthy charities. And another yeah, thing I, that struck yeah. me there when he was when he was talking about the um, uh, about watching the matches down under, even though they they have to get this accommodated to get up in the in the morning at what two a.m. He was talking about. Um, it, it, it just gives you a sense of the importance of that link with home. And it also gives you a sense of the importance, Jack, of the streaming service that is now being provided, that it brings the it brings home and it brings what's going on at home into, the, into their homes 
um, though they're thousands and thousands of miles away, it's it's a huge, huge plus for the for, for the diaspora. Yeah, no, it is a it is a brilliant plus. We we'll get on to that with um, all the games being streamed this week, thankfully. Um, but as I said, Damien was talking about hurling there, so we'll just get into the hurling. And um, they had a week away at the Limerick hurlers after I suppose a disappointing start to the campaign. They've caught tomorrow evening Gaelic Crowns a quarter of seven on Air Sport and RTE. I suppose if any team was looking for a break, it probably was this Limerick team, and you'd probably expect to see them in, reinvigorated. You would, you would, and 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 um, I, all I say is thank God that we weren't speculating on what the composition of the Limerick team would be, because I, I, speaking for myself, would have got it spectacularly wrong. I, I, I think there are a lot of um, there are a lot of surprises. In, in there on the Limerick team. There, there are a lot of big names that are not even on the panel for tomorrow. Now, first of all, I suppose our heartiest congratulations have to go to, to, to Colin Coughlin, who from Bally Brown, who will be making his debut. And and like we we have been championing um the, the cause of Colin Coughlin here for the last 12 months or so because um he, he is you know he's just out of minor ranks um in which he had a very very um, a very very good innings, both with Bally Brown and and with um, with Limerick, and um, I we're not in the slightest slightest bit surprised that he twelve months on from getting out of minor ranks that he finds himself in the position he is because he's well well worthy of it. So best of luck to to um, to Colin um, on Saturday night. Um, it's it's um, you know it's a much changed team. Um, like um, we see the full back line, Dan Morrissey has gone out of it, obviously being rested. And um, you've Richie English being switched to the right corner. Now, the, by my calculation, that will be Richie. will be playing the f all four games to date. Um, albeit he played the first three on the left corner. He's, he's penciled in for the right corner, which I presume he will line out in. O other than the possibility that, you know, Richie might slot into fullback where he played at minor um, very, very successfully and that Sean Finn would go on the right. But one way or the other, it's a solid it's a solid fullback line. Um, we've told the old reliables, of course, in the halfback line with Damien, uh, Damien bon, um, Dermot Burns Damien. and Declan Hannon. And um, no two better men... Um, to guide Colin Coughlin through on his debut than 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 those two, um, familiar-looking midfield, I suppose. You know, um, it, it it it's been in and out with the with, with, with the um, with the midfield because it's been moved around. You have William O'Donnell who has been there has got a crack there. Um, Darrow Donovan, Brian Brian O'Grady, Keen Lynch. You know, so it was going to be two of those four anyway. Half forward line, you have Tom Morrissey. You have Keen Lynch, um, they're they're two very familiar figures, and you have David Dempsey coming into what is arguably probably Jack, I would say, possibly his best position at left half forward. Um, he 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 played against Tipperary at at, at at corner forward. I'm not so sure that it, it's his best position. I I'm glad to see D D David Dempsey getting another run because like um, he had such a spectacular 2020, um, both for club. And whenever he was called on, 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 on for the county, so you know it, it, it's 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 good to see that, and and like that um, it, it's a full forward line that they're scores in. So 
you know, it's 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 a good team. Uh, yeah. Now, I, I think um, whilst the team is interesting, um, the subs are even probably more interesting because it's a new look subs bench. Like we have Nicky Quaid isn't even on on, on the bench. Like we, we have a chance that um, you know that Jason Galan may may possibly um, make his debut in 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 goal. You know, and um, uh, one player that hasn't got game time this year, and I, 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 I'd be interested to see if he'd get it over the next two games. And personally, I would like to see him getting it because I think he's an awful lot to offer, and we've discussed it here in the past. And that's Ronan Connolly. Um, Ronan hasn't seen any any minutes yet, so um, you know he's named he's named again among the subs are the like of Brian O'Grady, Mark Mark uh, Quinlan, Carl uh, O'Neill, Darren O'Connell, Adrian Green. You know it's 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 um it, you know Robbie Handley he got his game. No, Barry Murphy is back in the subs, which which is which is um which which is nice to see. And 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 Jerome Bylan. Now Connor Bylan has got a couple of chances. Already, so it's it's you know when you look at it in its totality, um, there is nearly more discourse about the subs than there is about the team on this occasion, and who's not like for, for instance, um, no sign of a Nicky Quaid, no sign of a Dan Morrissey, um, no sign of a Seamus Flanagan or Kyle Hayes. We know for what reasons. Um, you know, um, so like that, uh, no sign of a growing Hegarty. Like, so there's a lot, a lot of heavyweights there missing. So, um, uh, just just reading a piece briefly, um, b- b- before we come on here, Jack, that uh, that JJ Delaney is, is is saying that that, um, ahead of tomorrow night's game is that that, um, you know, it's this is the opportunity for Limerick to make a statement ahead of the game in four weeks' time. So um, it, 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 it will be very interesting. It, it, it will be very interesting. Um, we haven't seen the cart line up yet, have you? They're not nine, 9 o'clock tonight. They're releasing that. 9 o'clock tonight is, it would be the usual, yeah. So the cart line out will be equally in, in, interesting. Now, you see, in this particular game, you see that the, the, the Limerick are out of the league. Mm. Cork are in line um, to win the league, are poised to win the league for the first time in twenty in 23 years, which in Cork is a lifetime, let's face it, that, that they haven't picked up, uh, that they haven't picked up an All-Ireland since 2005, and they haven't picked up a league since ni- 1998. That does not happen on Leeside. You know, and um, like I, I just reading there during the year, like that um, um, Cork um, sort of didn't put all, um, didn't go all out for the league for a number of years, but that that policy was going to change this year. And if if, if it has changed, it, they've certainly gone the right way about it um, with, with with two wins and a draw from three games, uh, and and sitting top of the table, um, like. There's, there's no doubt Cork are going to, to provide a very, very formidable um, opposition to Limerick on, on Saturday night. And it, it's a balancing act here. You know, how do you put in a performance without giving anything away? 
And I think I, I think that will probably they, they won't admit it, but both managers will be will that that will be their overriding consideration. Um, yeah, Kylie, would... is giving, Kylie is giving nothing to Kingston. Kingston is giving nothing to Kylie. You know, um, that, 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 you know, I, it has to be Jack. Let's face yeah. it. Four weeks later, there's a huge game. Yeah, I was going, to, I was going to get into that about the, will we have an element of shadow boxing? And before, like, we're not going to predict the Cork team because we get the, the Limerick team invariably wrong every week. But, like, how difficult is it for a team to face the same team twice in four weeks, considering Limerick are, Limerick are gone from the league? So they can they could play any sort of team they wanted, whereas, as you mentioned for Cork, that chance of civil, silverware, because it's a huge famine on Lee's side, can they afford to send out a weakened team and lose and lose possibility of winning silverware? Or do they cut their losses and say championship is what it's all about? Yeah, well... <laughs> You see, there, there has been an overriding, um, you, you, you know, desire in Cork. Um, there's one trophy that matters in Cork, and that's the Lee McCarthy Cup. You know, that that is paramount in Cork. It's, it, you know, it's a, it has a primacy of all of its own in on, on, on Lee side. But you know, how will they approach the game? You know, do they try and continue on their winning run, which I've no doubt they will, and try and and you know put in the type of performance that will dent Limerick's confidence, or will it be the other way around? Will Cork will will Limerick try and knock them off their pedestal, and in 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 turn, um, dent their newfound confidence? That that's that's what is go. That's what is all. That's the subplot to this game, Jack. You know that is the subplot, and and um, I I I honestly think that that um, you know I think we'll see a very very strong performance from Limerick. Now we saw a strong performance in Waterford, and um, John Kiley um, immediately after the game, you will recall he expressed um, his satisfaction with the performance, disappointment with the result. Yet yes, nobody likes to lose. But I, I think you're going to see a similar performance. Like the performances that we've been seeing from Limerick Jack, you know, are not the type of performances to give us serious, serious worry. Um, you know, it's an unusual year. And there is a sense that when push comes to shove and when it comes to the, the cut and thrust of the championship, that... That you know, Limerick will get all their ducks in in order. Yeah, like thinking about the championship, and it's only four weeks away. Can Limerick afford to go into the championship with without winning in four games? Now I know they obviously have Westmead next week to round off the campaign, but against the top tier teams, can they go into the championship without having beaten any of them? Yeah, it, it wouldn't be an ideal situation. It wouldn't be an ideal situation, but like we, we did have the narrative, like Jack, um, since the All Ireland last year, that no team was going to beat Limerick. That has all changed now, and 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 and, and Limerick, if you like, um, in many ways have have um, gone back under the radar a small bit, a considerable bit, you know, which will probably suit everybody in, involved with the Limerick camp. You know, and and I have no doubt that Limerick will be working might and main. Um, you know, they have been you know behind the scenes um, 
you see, it, it's it's a year with a total difference, and at, at the risk of being repetitive and being boringly repetitive, like um, with this with, with with this pandemic, it has changed everything. Like normally, you'd you'd be going through the month of January, you'd be doing you'd be doing in the month of January in the months of senior league what you're doing now, experimenting. Um, seeing what fresh blood is coming through, seeing seeing how the 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 the, the, the existing players and um, what level they're at, and um, you know have they retained their form, this that and the other thing. But that's gonna uh, all gone out the window, and what you have now is a league run, run straight into a championship practically. You, you know, so <coughs> it's cut so fine that we possibly won't even have a league final. Mm. So you know. Um, it's 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 so different. It's so different. But the answer to your question is, they certainly can go into the they can go into the um, the, the game with Cork, having lost four games. Um, you know, um, right? Should uh, should be um, should be unthinkable. Or having not won in four games, and you know that's that's not to show disrespect to Westmeath, um, but. Um, you know, you you you'd expect that they'd beat Westmeath in the in 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 the final round, and um, but um, the answer to your question is no. It's not. It's it's far from ideal. Defeat is never ideal, Jack. Mm. Never, never ideal. But I, I I suppose what John Kyrie will be looking at, he'll be looking at the performances, and all the people he has tried. He cannot be accused himself and Paul Kenark and their backroom team cannot be, be be accused of not giving fellas a chance. Right? Over the four games to date, he has given a widespread um given given them um, he has you know he's handed debuts, he has handed more game time to players. Like, you know, this is the type of stuff that he'd be doing in the Monster League. You know? And if we didn't get the results in the Monster League, we'd be saying who cares? You know it's the championship that matters. So um no it'll it it'll be all down to um at the bottom line will be the type of performance that they that they will be put on and that that the type of performance will show measurable improvement. You know and and it's very very hard to benchmark it from game to game when you have so many changes. There are seven changes in total from the team that played Waterford. So it it's it, it's hard it's not an exact science to be benchmarking one against the other, but um, one, you, you know, he get the feel of what's happening in his squad when he sees the type of performance that will be there. He, he in many cases, he will be looking to see um, the performance of, of, of what we would call the backup players. Because let's face it, when it will come down to the nuts and bolts of the championship, you would expect that Limerick would be fielding some, and I don't want to preempt it, from this remove, that you, you you'll be expecting that Limerick would be fielding a team very very close to the team that played in the All Ireland final last year. Yeah, you'd be imagining. In the meantime, the, 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 the John Kylie, Paul Kinnerk, and their backroom team will 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 have run the rule over a number of players and to see how they react and how they respond on big days. Yeah, and we haven't seen like the Cork team, but if you were to Hazard, I guess, on the result on Saturday, which way do you see the game going and, and where will it be won and lost? Home venue will count for nothing. Mm. Let's, let's, this, 
that's dispensed with that one immediately because Cork, um, they, 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 they like going to Tullus and they, they like going to Limerick and they have a very good record in Limerick um, and we, we don't need to be reminded about it. Um, they have a very, very good record. Um, they beat us there in, in the championship in 2019, you will recall. Um, so um, the, the, the answer to your question is, I, I really don't know, Jack. With, with it, it, it's, um, it's, it's such a new look Limerick team and in the absence of, of, of seeing the Cork team. Yeah. But we know that Cork have, have, have very, very, very good forwards. Um, but having said that, the Achilles heel and the Cork team for the last number of years, and it has been well documented, has been their defence. Now that, um, they, I suppose, with bringing Don Grady on board, um, they've gone a long way towards rectifying it. Mark Coleman is 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 settling in nicely at at, at centre half back. Um, Damien Cahillan and Owen Cadigan are sharing the full back duties between them, like and um, they they have a lot of exciting players in 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 in, in the defence and it's it's a new look defence like you know Christopher Joyce has retired, um, Anthony Nash has 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 retired and the Collins brothers are fighting it out for the goalkeeper position. Stephen McDonnell has 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 retired. But you have the like of Sean O'Donoghue and you, Niall O'Leary, um, um, Young Hayes coming in, and and um, you know um, uh, the um, so like the the the, the and the, the, the Neil Cashman, another player that has come in and 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 seems to be making a place uh, for for himself this year. So um, like the the one thing that um, that we'll see and definite improvement is, is is in the court defense. Now we know about the potency of the forwards. We know what Seamus Harnady can do. We know what Patrick Horgan can do. Um, uh, we, Alan Cadigan seems to have found new form. But a, a key player in all this, you know, you can have an excellent defense and an excellent um, and a, an excellent attack is the link. And I even though his name that left half forward um, for the last game. I think the real link and the, the real energy provider in that Cork team and the difference between Cork in 2020 and 2021 has to be Dara Fitzgibbon. Yeah, he's, a, he's an exceptional player, is, is the charitable man. Um, I suppose I don't want to dwell too much on, on the hurling because we don't have the Cork team, but just um, a comment in here on Facebook. And we welcome all comments on Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube. But Sean O'Tiernick says, Kylie's mostly concerned about getting everyone up to full fitness for the championship by the looks of it, Limerick will be all guns blazing come championship. And that seems to be kind of a, a trend that a lot of people are going for, that it really is a, a league that is just focused on getting ready for championship, that it isn't about winning. Yeah, that, I, that, 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 there's more than a grain of truth in that, you, you know. Uh, there's more than a grain of truth in that. But, um, you know, um, like... Some of a lot of people are seek, uh, seeking solace in that um, because Limerick are suddenly not winning matches like they used to be, mm. and we, 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 you know we, we we can rely too much on that. But I I I happen to be in that school of thought with 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 your contributor there um, that that you know come the championship, and I think we alluded it to it earlier in this in this discourse that that that. Um, 
you know that you know all them rich stocks will be in order come 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 the third of July. Yeah, and, and hopefully, but we just have to wait and see. Again, that game is is tomorrow, Saturday at quarter past seven. Lit Gaelic Grounds. Um, hopefully, one of the last Limerick games, and we want to let for uh, as well. Well, hopefully, the last Limerick game without a crowd. Anyway, with the announcement during the week, but I know COVID cases have risen in Limerick, so that's kind of up for debate. But we won't we won't focus on that for too much. Moving on to the anybody that's that's listening to us, Jack, that you brought that down. Anybody in Limerick will they, for God's sake, adhere to the guidelines? Mm. Please, please adhere to the guidelines. Do what public health are telling us to do. Like we've experienced a five-month lockdown, which has been horrendous and has taken a toll on every everybody's lives. And 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 here we are now coming out of it, and we have people taking chances with public health. Will they, for God's sake, Jack, cop on? And 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 um, you, you know, where within two months, everybody will be practically vaccinated. They're expected that by come the end of June, that up to eighty percent of 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 all adults requiring and uh, that's the target um, a, a vaccine shot will have it got. This 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 very day, are we going to um or in the next day or two, we're we're going to administer. Our, our three million, three million dose. Now, some of those are, are would be would have would have been second um, vaccines. We have twenty five percent of the vac- of of the population with with both vaccines got. Will those, for God's sake, stick it out for another six weeks? Like because the ultimate, Jack, you know, and there are straws in the wind about it, and people, are, you know, there's hints about it. Is a lockdown. A local lockdown, and do, and do we want that? Do we want that on a weekend in which we see club championships coming back in Limerick, and we have two huge games in 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 the Gaelic grounds on Monday evening? Do do we want it? No, we we just have to to take our advice, and we'll we'll get to see these games soon. And I want to talk about them two them two club games. We're just focused on the intercounty scene for the time being, and although they're not in action this weekend, the Limerick footballers were the story of last weekend, um, Billy Lee's side, 2.19 to 1.12 win over Wicklow. And you can say Wicklow lost all three games and that they were Division 4 last year, but very few teams go to Ockram and win by 10 points, do they, Matt? Very, very few, Jack. Very, very few. You know, we spoke at na- ad nauseum about the difficulty of going to Ockram, but Limerick do have a good uh, do have a good record overall against Wicklow, and it has been enhanced now in that they've played ten times and and um, or is it nine times? But Limerick have won anyway six, so you know that by any means there's been one draw, so that, that and there's been one walkover, so there's very little left. You know, um, uh, it, it, an absolutely fantastic win. I was reflecting on it, Jack. You know. Um, like there have been a number of occasions in the last couple of years when Limerick, this Limerick squad, Billy Lee and his squad, their backs have been to the wall. Now, if you go back as far as the preseason McGrath Cup last year, like facing Cork in the Gaelic Browns, your back, your backs are are up to the wall if you're meeting one of the big two in Munster, and they overcame that. But but disregard that. Um, they had a fantastic start to the league. 
and didn't, didn't Jack hit serious turbulence in, in, the, in their bid to get promotion when they lost to Antrim and lost to Wexford? And I think the defining moment, if you, if you said, if you asked me to nail me, what was the defining moment um, in, 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 in the progression of this Limerick team? I, I reflected on it at length, um, and I would have to say halftime in the penultimate game between Limerick and Wexford last year, because Limerick had a very, very, very poor first half. Billy Lee took the bull by the horns. He made a raft of changes, a raft of substitutions, and, he, you know, put down a marker of what was acceptable and what wasn't acceptable. We had a, we had a much improved second half, nearly won the game. Their backs were to the wall, going to Sligo. Very, very difficult place to go, Sligo. Normally would be playing in Division 3 or a division above us. You know, dug out a fantastic result to be crowned Division 4 champions. So, like, you know, and all right, they beat Tipperary in the first round. You, you, we had that unlucky saga with Tipperary, um, who, were, who were later crowned Munster champions last year. Um, but, um, you know, the, 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 the win over Tipperary was the catalyst, um, uh, you know, to raise hopes for this, this, this league campaign. And they were probably slightly dented um, in 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 the game against Offaly, but there, there was a certain there was a certain amount of 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 um, against Offaly of of Limerick not performing to their full potential, and and they lost the game and lost the game narrowly, very very narrowly. So it was backs to the wall. It's backs to the wall when you go to to um, Ockram um, for for um, an ordinary league game, and this was. No ordinary league game because the, the the carrot for Limerick was a real opportunity to 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 um, to um, get into the semi final, but the same carrot was there for Wicklow if results went their way and they beat Limerick by by a certain amount. But um, it, it would have had to be a huge turnaround. Now it was an outside chance, so basically in many ways, Jack, it took on it it it, it took on. Being, being being a knockout game. So um I, I, I think it was an absolutely fantastic performance. And and um you, to score 219, you know, any day you score 219 in a football match, you, you're entitled to believe you'll win it and and win it well. And that and that's that that's what that's what they did. And you know, it's not going to get any easier for them. They're going to be place, facing Derry up in Carrick and Shannon on on um, Saturday week. Um, the Derry have have proved difficult customers, um, but they're, they're, you know there, there's been very little between Derry and Limerick when they've met in recent years. I think um, now about two years ago they met in the Gaelic grounds. Derry had had a good win, but back in 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 the nineties they met in in back to back years in the championship in in Hyde Park and in 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 Castle Bar, there was only a kick of a ball in it. So you, you know this thing about um, uh, Derry are up there and they're up there on the pedestal. I, I don't think Billy Lee will be and, and his 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 squad will be one bit phased about about facing Derry and they they'll, they'll be high in confidence. Like uh, you know if you go to Wicklow and you win by ten points in a game that matters so much, you know that. that 
that speaks for itself, I think, Jack. Yeah, it was just an exceptional performance. And we'll talk we'll talk in depth about the Derry game next week. But Billy Lee and his side will go with no fear if they're playing Kerry or Dublin in the morning. That self belief has gone to a new level and, and they can they'll think they can take on anyone. And I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt or doubt them against anyone. But as I said, they're not playing this weekend. They have a well deserved rest after three successive weekends of brilliant performances in each. Um, yeah, one team that he, he has he has he has assembled he has assembled a, um, a, a, a squad um, you, you know and in particular what he has in his team now you know which he, which he has um, which is which is admirable and and which which is hugely important in any successful team is he he, he has a couple of damn good finishers. When, when the goal is in sight, and we're talking about we're talking about um, uh, uh, Danny Neville, your namesake, um, and your club mate. I, I, I thought you'd get that in, no, that you left it to me to get it in. You're slipping, Jack. <laughs> I don't like to brag about Palestine too much. Everyone knows how good we are out here, so I don't need to tell uh, them I that. Don't brag about them either. <laughs> but um, you know, Danny Danny has been exceptional and. Now, now he has he, he has a close ally like in in Hugh Bork and, and the introduction of Robbie Bork last week. Like it is it is exciting times for Limerick football, but it, it's 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 nothing more than 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 than, than they, they deserve. And you know, I don't want to overemphasize it and 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 happen it too much. We have it discussed in the past, but it's nothing more than their manager deserves, because you will recall. Three years ago, up to 50 players refused to commit themselves to the county panel. Anybody else but Billy Lee would have walked away. But he stuck with it, and this is what we've got. Yeah, and, and what we've got is, is a hugely exciting team. As you said earlier, to score 219 in any game will win you majority games, realistically. But um, as I said, they have a well-earned break this weekend. One team will see in action... Uh, on Saturday is the Camogie, senior Camogie side. Um, I suppose they got the short end of the straw in the quarterfinal draw, but it'll be another test for uh, Pat Ryan's side. Last weekend, they, they fell to 313 to seven points against Galway, who were obviously in the All Ireland final with Kilkenny uh, last winter. But just on the game against Galway, what kind of learnings were there to take from Limerick as they came up against one of the, the top three or four teams in Ireland? Well, the, the the big thing anyway is that you take every chance you get, um, which 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 Limerick didn't do on 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 the occasion. So that 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 that, that was disappointing. But um, it, it's it's very hard to see. Unfortunately, Jack, and I, I, I say this, and it, it doesn't it doesn't give me any pleasure to say it. But um, Limerick are playing seeing our Camogie, but it appears to me now. And um, I, 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 we discussed it with different people in, in Kilmallock in the post-match um, that that um, there seems to be two tiers now in 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 in, in the senior Camogie. You have a big four and the rest, unfortunately. And if if there's one thing that Limerick will have learned, it is the gap that they have to make up, the level that they have to reach to complete compete with the. Always the Corks and the Kilkennys of this world, you know, and I suppose Pat Ryan would 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 be excused for thinking this week 
that the gods are conspiring against him. He gets the All-Ireland runners-up last week. And lo and behold, if that wasn't bad enough, he, 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 gets, he gets the champions this week. But, but, but it's, it, 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 it's a learning process. Now, um, the scoreline, possibly, um, I don't want to detract from Galway for one minute, but they are a very, very, very good side. They're an exceptionally good side. And um, it, 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 looking at them last Saturday, and it, it's so early season, it, it's hard to understand how they lost the All-Ireland final last year, to be honest. I, 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 I think they're very good. But the crucial difference, there was one crucial difference, and and that was their ability to score goals and the quality of the goals that they were able to, the pace with which they were able to open the Limerick defence and their interplay was, was, was absolutely exceptional. First touch, ball handling, absolutely. That was ahead of Limericks. But Limerick are, are a work in, uh, work in progress now at this stage. But if they... if, if if, if, if there is one overriding um, um, lesson that Limerick have learned, um, it is the gap that they have to make up if they want to compete for the Odofi Cup and for the league title and, and, and be up there with what we will call in inverted commas um, the big four of, of Cork, um, Kilkenny, Galway and I. Tipperary at the moment would, would have to be in, in, in the big four. Now, the, the rest are lagging behind a bit, and it's a question of making up that gap. And um, like we saw the junior team um, in in what was probably, um, I, I hate using the word worst, but it, it, it wasn't our best performance of the year. It, it did not match. It, it did not match their performance against either Clare or Carlow, but um, I, I, I caught him a bit of slack there because it, it was that top game in 15 days, you know, and <coughs> they had the benefit of of being a goal up inside 17 seconds. Um, but, but it, it, you know, it took them an awful long, long time um, to, to put to put to put Waterford away, and 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 um, uh, they had, Limerick had a sending off, um, an unfortunate sending off after after half time. And, and played for over 25 minutes with just 14 players. Um, but Limerick seemed to um, revel in the extra space that was there. Um, and um, they, they were helped in no small way by the manner in which Waterford used the extra player as a kind of a second sweeper, as if one sweeper wasn't enough at a time when they were chasing the game. Um, but look, the best thing that can be said about about the junior performance and and like they had really really good performance against Clare, really really good performance against Carlo, who are intermediate, um, is is that it was adequate, got the job done, and they now face Wexford in 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 the semi final. Yeah, and that semi final is next weekend, and uh, like the the senior footballers, that's something we'll touch on next weekend, but. Um, a brilliant performance um, from that Camogie site, as you probably wasn't a vintage performance as we've seen this year, but to get the win when they knew a win would do them was brilliant to see. Just on the, the senior side, just for another few moments, um, that's the side that is going to play this weekend. There's one change to the team. Neve Ryan comes in, um, Ashton Scanlon drops to the bench. So Neve Ryan comes in at wing back, Megan O'Mara moves up into midfield. There's a couple of uh, position changes. Um, Mairead Ryan is now wing back, and Roshan Ambrose goes back into the corner. Sophie O'Callaghan and Deborah Murphy switched positions. So Sophie is now at centre forward. Rebecca Lee has gone out to the wing with 
Quiva Lions down to the corner and Quiva Costello starting at 14. Uh, it's, it's still a very strong Limerick team and, and they will go in with confidence against an ex, a superb Kilkenny side. But as we said earlier, it's about learning from this and bringing it into the championship like this, the senior hurlers uh, from the men's side. The league is going to be used for the championship essentially this year when it's so truncated. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's, that's what it is. And, and um, he, it, it's, it's possibly the strongest side that, that, that's, that's available to us. Um, like Pat has, has um, like this, this will be the third game practically that is virtually unchanged apart from Neve Ryan coming back in at, at, at wing back. Uh, <coughs> um, she came in late in the game against Galway, but, but lined out up in the forwards. Um, so um, obviously a week on and with with that small bit of game time under her belt, um, she she she's probably fully up to the speed of it, speed of it now. And there's there's no doubt that Neve will, will be an asset. Um, um, she's the vice captain of the team. She's vastly experienced um, through through her long innings with Limerick and and as well with, through the Ashburn Cup. So um, that that is that is a plus for Pat Ryan, but. On Saturday, tomorrow, Jack, he's coming up against the crack side again. There doesn't any doubt about that. Um, it, this is a crack Kilkenny team. They have to be if they if they were capable of beating Galway last year. Um, they're, 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 they're a very, very, very good side. But um, I, I, I expect Limerick will give it everything. No, they, they gave it everything against Galway. Make no mistake about it. There, there can be nothing leveled at them with, with, with regard to commitment and giving it their all. And I am sure uh, that they, they, they will do the same tomorrow and, and see where it takes them. Yeah, and we wish them all the best luck. That game throws in a, at 5 o'clock in Burr. It's live on the Littlewoods GA Twitter page. Um, again, best luck and the junior side reaction the following week. Um, we also have the ladies footballers in action this Sunday against Carlo in the LIT Gaelic Grounds. Um, I suppose it's do or die for the Limerick footballers. They know the scenario ahead of them. Um, they got their campaign off to, I suppose, a positive start in a way. The result didn't go their way. Lost 3 12 2 10 to Offaly. Um, a strong Offaly side who beat Carlo 3 16 to 1 16 the week four. So there's a real scoring threat there with that Carlo or with that Offaly side. But um, how important was it for Donald and Ryan's girls to get a game under their belt? Hugely important, Jack. Hugely important, and if there was one thing that stuck out in that particular game, it was um, the benefit that the game was to Offaly. That the fact that they had a game under their belts, and and that's because they dug it out. Because uh, that's why they dug it out, and because Limerick really, really came at them um, at a stage in the second half. Now Limerick stopped enough brightly enough now, and 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 had four quick points on on the board. But um, uh, that was in response to an awfully goal. Um, the first score of the game was uh, Maria Daly got in, in in for a goal for awfully. But 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 Limerick, Limerick came back very very well, and it was a very very encouraging performance um, for for Pat Ryan's side or for Dora Ryan's side, and um, you know they 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 they'll go into the Saturday or Sunday's game now with no little confidence because um, now that that it has been nip and tuck between themselves and Carlo um, on the last couple of occasions. I remember back in 2018. 
in John Ryan's very first game in charge, it was against Carlo, and Carlo it ended in a draw. Now, they, they subsequently um, had to come to Limerick in the championship, and and um, uh, which was a, a de facto quarterfinal because um, there was there was a, a semi-final spot against London waiting for the winners, and and um, Limerick had a massive win. It was the day in which they they went to town on them, and then you know went on and beat London, and then went on and beat beat Louth as we all know to win the All Ireland final, and and. Um, Lo and behold, Carlo arrived in Askeaton, the second round of the league in 2019, and won. We had um, the, the, the full forward, Larno De Wire, scored four goals for Carlo on the day. And um, it, 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 it was something like 4-7 um, or two. 13 points or something, or 113, I, I forget the score anyway. Carlo won by a point anyway, despite despite the four goals. Um, and um, last year, Carlo won narrowly in, in, in Carlo. So, you, you, you know, the days of Carlo being being overrun, I think, are long gone. It's it's not, it's hardly five years ago since they went, since they came to Martinstown and, 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 and conceded up to 10 goals. Um, that day is well and truly gone. Um, the Carlo are, are a force now. They're, a, they're an emerging force. And like in the defeat to Offaly, Jack, 116 on their part was a very, very respectable score. You make no mistake about that now. And um, it, it, it will tell you that there is potency in, in that attack. Now, um, regarding the team, um, um, Donald Ryan has made two changes, and I, I, I for one would have guessed the two changes, um, because they are um, um, Roisin Ambrose and Anya Cunningham are 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 named on the bench, and um, like the reasoning behind it, of course, Jack, is that is that the two girls. Will, will, will be engaged in the Camogie quarterfinal at 5 o'clock on Saturday evening. And less than 21 hours later, um, Donald Ryan isn't expecting him to, to, to line out again with the Limerick footballers, but he is keeping him in, in reserve. Now, it, it means, what it means is that Megan Buckley of Maru Bohor is coming in for what I believe is a first start, and, and, and Shauna Ryan of St. Bridget's is coming in. To, to start, so um, it, it'll be interesting to see how those two girls will fare. I, I think they, they will do okay, um, but uh, Roshin and Anya are 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 are, are certainly that they're going to be missed. But but I I, I think it's wise on, on on the part of Donald Ryan, and I, I don't I think he was left with very very little choice. You'll probably agree that you know they 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 they, they play Kilkenny at. At, at, at five o'clock tomorrow evening, game over at half six. You know, less than 20 hours later, to expect them to tag out again in a crucial game. And you have to travel up and down to Borough and all. I think Matt may be gone for us. Yeah, but he just does make the valid point there that you can't be flogging these players either. And in fairness to Roisin and Anya, to be on two county teams is an outstanding achievement. Um, I suppose I don't want to go away from the days of what I was too quickly, but 
we are running out of time i don't want to leave keep you here for over an hour so again that game on sunday limerick against carlo lit gaelic rounds it's available on the the, the ladies website there's um a portal into i think i think it's a wise decision we, we lost you there for a minute, Matt, so I was just, I was just going on to your point. Um, I think we fully lost you now. But yeah, as I said, that game is available on the the little uh, National Ladies Football League portal, um, like all games are, and they'll be free to watch then on YouTube afterwards. I was just saying there, Matt, just giving details of the game, and we heard your points there about Roisin and Anya, and it's incredible feat for players to be on both squads. So, look, it's probably Don Ryan's um, hand was forced. And not to I mean, his fingers forced, and I suppose on, on, on the broader issue, Jack, I, I, I hope this is not going to arise um, during the, the respective championship campaigns. No, Limerick's, um, Limerick's um, fixtures have been published for, for, for the championship. They are going to run, they're, they're out the first three weeks in a row, then they have a bye, and, and then they they start off playing Wicklow, and um, you know, so Derry Antrim in 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 that in that order, and they, they have a bye in the fourth round, and then 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 they finish up with a game against um, who's the fifth team in it, Jack? I must check there now for you. <laughs> yeah. um, I was just focusing on this weekend for Matt, but I, I'll get that um, the fixtures released. No, but I, I'm just I'm just making the general point, and I'm only just saying that as an aside. Um, that I certainly hope, you know, for the sake of the girls, um, that that Pat Ryan and Donald Ryan will not be confronted with that balancing act going forward. Yeah, you'll be definitely hopeful of that it's it's Antrim, Carlow, Derry, Limerick, and Wicklow are in the junior championship on that side. The draw or in the junior Carlo is the, the last game. Yeah. So, um, but the last game. we wish the ladies for bars best look, and I'd like to have more time to talk about them. I was part of the time management got away from me, but just with five minutes or so left in, in the podcast, I suppose it's important for us, Matt, to talk about the, the junior hurling championship from 2020, which will be played. Um, it's played now. It's it's better late than never, as as everyone will agree. You have Croke versus Clahan at half three in the Gaelic Crowns, and then you have. Uh, Drum Broadford versus Patrick's well, and I suppose it's difficult for these teams because form is most def most definitely gone out the window. It's been the bones of nine months since we saw them, but there'll be no teams happier than the, them four sides to get to play the championship. And it and it's brilliant again by Limerick J that we have these games so long after they were initially supposed to be played. They was obviously again was forced their hands for the Limerick County Board, but they're getting their games to be played, and it's definitely something to look forward to that you have club action back. Yeah, and, and Limerick County Board, as usual, have, have, have wasted no time in, 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 in getting it up and running as they said they as they said they would in the two games. Um they were originally fixed um one for Kilmalak and the other for McNeville Park, but now they have been switched to the Gaelic Grounds and, and thankfully um for those that will not get the one hundred tickets that's going to be allocated to each club, um they'll be able to see them being streamed live. Which is which is very very good. Now you'll have Croke and Finney. Um, Croke and Finney are the, the the only one of the three, by my reckoning, that that have never won the the Limerick Junior Championship. So um, their game is against Clahan at 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 um, at three thirty in the Gaelic Gaelic grounds. Now it's you know 
<coughs> when you talk about Tahan, you talk about the fallen giants probably of 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 Limerick hurling because um like they've made such a contribution to Limerick hurling in the past um by way of winning county senior titles I suppose and and um the 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 the, the fine players that they supplied to the county team yeah year in year out in the past so uh are on the road back and um you know th these semi-finals are coming at the end of a competition um that was subject to a new format in 2020 and that it was played on an all-county basis now because of the prolifer uh, proliferation of games in such a short period of 11 weeks before the, the lockdown it, it was impossible to, to to get to see these these junior games but all the evidence is that there were some cracking games in the group stages um, of, of this competition. And um, there, there were some very, very interesting semifinals. Uh, and I suppose none more interesting than Patrick Swell knocking out Castletown Valley Grand, who, who, who will recall Jack for the 2019 runners-up. So, like, the four sides that will tug out in the Gaelic grounds um, on, on, on Monday evening, all four, there on merit. Now, as I said, it kicks off with with, with Croke, Kilfinney and and Clahan. Will be a very very interesting game. Saw Croke, Kilfinney in in what was the West South Championship in 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 2019. Um, was was very very impressed with him. Um, but was of the was of the opinion that it it, it was possibly um it, it was possibly too soon. Um, particularly in 2019, even though they the occasions I saw them, they put on good displays, but I, I didn't think it was adequate. But now I think um, that possibly that, that, that their day has come or is about to arrive. So, um, you, you, you know, I now Clahan have great tradition, Jack. Absolutely fantastic tradition, you know, and it doesn't serve anybody's purpose and it doesn't serve the purpose of of Limerick hurling, um, to see uh, the 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 decline in 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 the fortunes of Clahan. so um, don't forget, quite man. <laughs> Can you hold it, Jack? I we're live, so I'll know we've only a minute left, Matt. So if I could just get the two names of the teams that'll go through to the final, um, and we can leave it there then. From Colour Bradford and Croke Kilfinney. It's a contested junior A hurling final. Um, so for, as you said, Matt, those games we streamed live. Anyone that didn't get enough of Matt today can hear him commentating with Tom Clancy in the first game, Matt. Uh, yes. Which is the fixture between Croke and Clahan. And then Jerome O'Connell and Ger Downs will, will be commentating on Drum Colour Bradford versus Patrick Swell. Um, we are just under the hour mark, mark Matt. Um, it's a bumper weekend again. We had the county for the last few weeks. We didn't know what to do with that. Now we have club as well. Uh, we have Damien Quinn on as well. Many thanks to Damien. And there'll be links to get his new book with all proceeds, Spade House and Samaritans. Many thanks to you, Matt, for joining in. And many thanks to everyone for listening. We'll talk again soon. Thank you, Jack. Especially in the game, we get all with what you put in. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it. No more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for pounds worth the goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth the goods, can you? Just about 
kept in. Oh, what a Johnny Buckley. To do that to Tommaso Shea. He deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Nimrick went out there from the war court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel. The fact that it's it. No ifs, no buts. It's the 